on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Frisella And this is the show for the real, let's say goodbye to the lies The fakeness and delusions of modern society And welcome motherfucking reality guys today we have andy and dj cruise the motherfucking internet that's what we're gonna do that's what cti stands for it stands for cruise the internet we're gonna put topics up on the screen we're gonna make fun of them we're gonna speculate on what's true and what's not true we're probably gonna make fun of you guys for not finally getting what's going on in the world uh and that's what we're gonna do uh other times you tune in we have q and af that's where you submit questions and we answer them now you can submit your questions uh one of a couple different ways. The first way is, guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Uh, and then also, if you go on YouTube on our Q&AF episodes, which drop on Mondays, you can uh, ask your question in the comment section there as well. Don't forget to click subscribe. Then we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. Uh, full length, that's where uh, you get the full length and the girth, right? Just drop that in there. Very good. I think today's going to be spicy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be spicy. <laughs> spicy and girthy. Mm -hmm. So that's where somebody comes in and sits in on the show, and uh, we have a conversation. And then we have 75 hard verses. That's where somebody who uh, was, you know, not living to their potential, who discovers 75 hard and is now living to their potential, comes on the show and tells us how they transformed uh, their life from a dumpster fire into something that they're actually proud of. Which you can do as well for free. You can get the program at episode 208 on the audio feed. Uh, it'll give you the whole Live Hard, hard program for free, uh, which 75 Hard is the first phase of that. So uh, if you're interested in that, which you should be, and you're interested in not having a dumpster fire for a life, which you should be, go listen to episode 208 and get your shit together. It's free. How about that? All right. Now, we have this thing on the show we call the fee. The fee means share the fucking show. All right. Uh, that's what it means. I come in here, I pay millions of dollars to put on this show every year, and I pass millions of dollars in advertising to put on this show. And why would I pass millions of dollars in advertising to uh, do this show? Well, because I don't want to answer to anybody. That's my whole thing. I'm not answering to these fucking corporate assholes. All right? So I'm going to come on here, I'm going to talk about things the way I think they need to be talked about. And if you find value in them, which uh, if you listen to the, you might think I'm a total idiot. That's cool. But if you listen to Q&AF, you're going to get real value because I built a number of businesses and I can teach you to build yours as well. Uh, but let's just say um, you like the show. It makes you laugh. makes you think. It's a good perspective. You think people need to hear it. Uh, we ask very simply that you share the show. All right. So share the show. Don't be a hoe. And share the show. All right. Very simple. All right. What's up? What's going on, man? Nothing. I'm ready to give the full girth. Yeah. And a length. Very, very girthy. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I saw this thing. I wanted to, to get your take on it, right? Because there's this thing that happens generation to generation, right? Where- Bro, can we stop? Mm -hmm. Who- Turn the fucking heat up in here. Holy shit, man. Oh, yeah, it's I can't. fucking 15 fucking degrees in here. <laughs> All right. Keep going. What? That's Chris, bro. You're not cold? No, I'm I'm freezing. You're my cold. Ass off. Yeah. It's cold as fuck in here. I thought you guys were fine with this type of weather. No, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he thought DJ thought all us white people were immune to the cold. Oh, shit, I thought y'all liked this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying not to be the oddball out. You know? <laughs> fuck, dude. You know, but shit, man. No, uh, just but keep that shit in the show, Joe. Who cares? <laughs> 
No, man. So, so I was thinking about this, man. There's this thing that happens. You white motherfuckers love this shit. <laughs> it's the truth. Huh? It's no, the it truth. ain't. I'm it's, freezing, it's man. That's not. I'm only part white. Oh, well. All right. God damn, I'm shivering. No, but uh, so, <laughs> so there's this thing that happens generation to generation, right? Where like the generation before, you know, the current generation thinks that they had it harder and so on and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. So like if I was to ask you, you know, like how many miles did you walk to school? Mm -hmm. You say what? I didn't walk. Okay, right. But yeah. if you ask your dad. Yeah, he'll say he walked uphill both ways, bro. 100 miles, yeah. right. Okay. Right. Well, so I, I saw this and, and it immediately made me think of this, man. Because I'm like, shit, yeah, you know, I didn't really have to walk to school. We took buses and shit. But uh, this, this fucking- Bro, I hated the school bus. Uh, I, I loved it. I hated the school bus. I loved it. I hated the way it smelled. I hated everybody on it. What did it smell like? <laughs> fucking school bus, man. It was the worst. School bus is the worst thing ever, dude. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I didn't mind it. Really? I didn't mind it, no. No, the only thing I did not like Where'd was- Where'd you like, sit? In the back. That's what I thought. <laughs> 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 no, I, that's where hey, the turn cool, that temperature back down. That, that's where the cool people sit at, man. <laughs> what? That's where the cool guys sit. No, bro, that is that is the cool the, people sit on the, the back cool, of the bus. cool people still sit cool. in the back. Yes. All right. No, I, I believe shit. Maybe yeah. not. Like the little back, back seat was the cool seat, though. No, oh, that's the where little I always sit. Yeah, yeah. That's where I sat too. I, I still hated people it. out of that seat too. Yeah, I still hated it. Yeah. No, but I saw this fucking article, man. I'm like, shit, man. Like, you know, these kids might might actually have it pretty pretty bad. You see this? So uh, the headline reads, your thought, you, know, you thought your commute was bad. Kids have to walk on rope over alligator, alligator infested river to school. This is the New York Post, man. Well, so These are the same people that wrote an article. Let's not forget yes. about how Andy Frisella was killing people because he was making them drink water. All right. So let's, in all fairness. True. Yeah, in okay. fairness, right? But they got a video. Fucking terrorists, Andy Frisella, <laughs> making people drink water. Yeah, they got, they got a video. So the, the, these kids are down in Columbia. Right, in Santa Marta, Colombia, and to get to school, the children must cross a makeshift bridge across the alligator-infested uh, Guarda River. Here's a video. I didn't add the music, by the way. Yeah, well. Like fuck, man. Little, little, little fuckers are nimble. <laughs> I like to have them on the high school football team, bro. You know they can fucking, they got some agility. Bro, bro, could you imagine having to walk like that, though? I mean, no. But, I mean, it is what the fuck it is. Don't fall in. <laughs> Wait, you lose your backpack. Like, what are you going to tell your teacher? Like, alligator ate my backpack, bro. This <laughs> is what it is. No, I just saw that How many of kids have gotten eaten on this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They ain't put that in the article, but. I'd imagine at least one. Like, bro, at least one. Like, cross. Well, one. I can tell you this. There is for sure an urban legend of of somebody. <laughs> somebody's kid fell in that water. And no doubt. Eaten. No doubt. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I just it thought was. it was fucking crazy. You know? Hey. World's tough. You got to get tougher, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh yeah, the, the, you walk to school. Yeah, <laughs> these motherfuckers are gonna be on like Ninja Warriors Bro, show in like ten years. I just thought that was insane, man. Yeah, I yeah. also thought too, man, because like you know, it, it is very relevant. He's got himself some Nikes. That's probably why he's able to do it. Yeah, man. I, I I think you know too. 
it also reminded me too, like how grateful we have it here, like how good. Bro, we real talk. How do we know this is even real? Okay, like, like let's just use this as an example of the current state of affairs. How do we know that these kids aren't just doing this for fun after school? Or like these are just some bad, yeah, bro. Kids. And the media is just like, oh yeah, kids have to go over the snake pit alligator infestation in order to get to school. Send them your billions of dollars. You see what I'm saying? That's real. I know. So like, you know, shit. I hope none of you fucking fall in. But after that, I don't give a shit. That's real talk. I don't care. Is this in America? No. It's okay. Well, I don't care. Yep. I, I, I cheers to that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Red, white, and don't fall in the alligator pit. Motherfucker. I don't care. No, it's real. Dude, true, I don't man. care. Like, I'm so tired of pretending like I care about shit other than what's going on here. I don't care. I don't care that your country is a third world shithole, bro. You should have fucking done better shit. You should have worked harder. Your family should have voted smarter. You should have fought harder. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't care. Because when I walk down the street here, all I see is bullshit. So I don't care. No, that's real shit. Don't get man. eaten by the alligators, homie. Like, I don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> no, that's real, man. That's real. That is real. But let's get into it, man. So we got a good show. Um, got some good stuff coming up. What's this? Oh, this, this is this, just like the... Are we doing a new thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just a little bit more interactive. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, so it gives like a little sneak peek. Okay. A little sneakaroo. All right. A little sneak sneak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. So so let's get into headlines. In the time that you just sneak sneaked, mm -hmm. four more kids got eaten by alligators, bro. <laughs> Send them all your tax money. Send them all your tax money. You too. I'll, I'll, in fact, you know what? I'll collect it. You guys just pay me. It just says you. Yeah. yeah. Everybody who feels sorry for that kid, send me the money that you want to send him. See how the government? This is how the government works. Well, we send. Have to, we have to send. It send to me the money. Yeah. I'll be the gatekeeper. And no kids will fall in and get out eaten no, by alligators. We have to send you the money or we'll go to jail if we don't. Yeah, that's that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck those people. But let's guys, let's get into these headlines. Remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyfasella.com. You can find the link there. Uh, if you're watching us and joining us in on the tube, check down in the description below. You can find the link there. When our world gets better here, I'll start caring about what? What? When our when our world gets better here. I'll start caring about little kids getting eaten by alligators. Real talk. Elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's fair. Yeah, it is fair. That's how it should be. <clears throat> I don't care. <laughs> so let's get into it, guys. Our first headline, headline number one. I fucking don't. Like, I don't. I'm tired. Dude, I'm so tired of pretending like Our I have to care. politicians are worse Bro, I'm tired of pretending like I got to care about everything. Yeah. Motherfucker, I care about us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you don't care about kids with alligators? You're a piece of shit. Maybe so. Maybe maybe you're right. But I still care about this more than that. Yeah, that's real. There, there, there has to be a, a hierarchy here. You know? Yeah. Like, you got to take care of this fundamental need here first. Yeah, that's and why they you tell you to put on your fucking oxygen mask first before you put it on your kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you don't love your kid? Well, no, but if I pass the fuck out, we're both going to go. I don't love your kid. <laughs> Especially if there's alligators. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, let's get into it, guys. Headline number one. Headline number one reads, revealed Anthony Fauci run lab in Montana experimented with coronavirus strain shipped in from Wuhan a year before COVID pandemic began. 
it's not shocking at all. But there, there's there's some interesting stuff in this um, that is all coming out. And I think the timing of this is also very interesting. I'd love to get your take on that. Um, but let's dive into this. So, Well, you know you're going to get my take. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um, so so the, this is a Daily Mail article, by the way, guys. It reads, U.S. taxpayer money was used to experiment with coronaviruses from the Chinese lab thought to be the source of the COVID pandemic more than a year before the global outbreak. An investigation has found. The National Institutes of Health, or NIH, under Dr. Anthony Fauci's leadership, infected 12 Egyptian fruit bats with a SARS-like virus called WIV-1 at a lab in Montana in 2018. The WIV-1 coronavirus was shipped from the Wuhan lab, uh, the FBI believes caused the COVID pandemic and was tested on bats acquired from a roadside Maryland zoo. The research revealed this week by a campaign group, determined the novel virus could not cause a robust infection. But the uh, the research is more evidence of ties between the U.S. government and the Wuhan lab, as well as the funding of dangerous virus research across the globe. Uh, so the paper, SARS-like coronavirus, WIV-1, COVE, does not replicate in Egyptian fruit bats, uh, was published in the journal Viruses in 2018. The study was first flagged by Drastic, a group of Internet activists who investigate the origins of COVID-19 and the lab leak theory. Uh, the group White Coat Waste Project is now using the Freedom of Information Act to request more details about the experiment. Uh, the White Coat Waste Project is a watchdog that has been fighting to stop sending American tax dollars overseas to fund dangerous virus research. Uh, the 2018 experiment was carried out by the NIH's Rocky Mountain Laboratories in Montana. Um, now, here's the interesting thing. Uh, so, uh, you know, all these bats they had, there was about, uh, they confirmed that there was about 523 federally regulated animals as of April 2023. Um, so this stuff is still going on. No shock to anybody. Um, and about half of those are bats. Um, but just last week... It also came out, this this headline, also reported by Daily Mail, uh, this headline reads, Chinese scientists discover eight never-before-seen uh, never viruses, and now they plan to experiment with those as well. Um, in this little bitty island that nobody's going to ever go to or get off of, um, they're finding these new viruses, um, and they're starting to experiment with those as well. Um read this little final statement for you. So in a statement from the president and founder of WCW, Anthony Bellatati um, said, our investigation has uncovered the real life horror story of how a shady roadside zoo whose curator was an NIH animal experimenter shipped off bats to a deadly government virus lab overseen by Dr. Fauci to be infected with the coronavirus obtained directly from the Wuhan lab that experts believe caused COVID. Andy, what do we got on this? <clears throat> what do you got on this? You, you, I, I just, I'm shocked at how like nobody's arrested this guy. I'm shocked at how people of the world haven't rallied and then just fucking drug this motherfucker through the streets. Like he lied to Congress. Hold on, repeatedly, dude. Listen, where's this guy? Where is he? Like, where is this dude? Like, do you ever notice you never see him? You can't find him. You know, you don't see him in public. Like, where is this guy? Yeah. Is he a real guy? Is he actually a real human being? Like, does he have an address? Does he have a life? Does he have a real family? Like, 
Where is this dude? Because the only time you ever see this motherfucker is when they're talking about these people taking deadly viruses and basically playing with them. Uh, and, and, you know, let's be real. There's another side of this narrative, right? The other side of this narrative is what they're, they're actually doing versus what they're telling us. These experiments are not experiments. These are how to weaponize these viruses mm -hmm. against people like you and me. Yep. And because we didn't wake up and we didn't stand up and we didn't resist and we didn't hold these people accountable, now they're in a position to do what they did again, only this time with a much more deadly virus, which I have been saying for a number of years, I thought the play was either going to be a world war, which by the way, I was fucking right, mm -hmm. or uh, another virus which actually kills people uh, at scale. Which appears to be, you know, this appears to me to be the framework of that narrative coming to life in the not too distant future. And because you guys continue to worry about what's going on with the Kardashians and continue to worry about all this bullshit that you don't fucking doesn't even matter. We're going to end up dealing with something that is probably legitimately going to kill, you know, not not millions of people, but probably hundreds of millions, maybe even billions of people. And uh, when all that happens, all of you who stood by and didn't share the show and didn't speak up and didn't stand up and just did what you were told, you're all complicit in that, whatever happens. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not. So yeah. at, at the end of the day, bro, you know, I'm kind of tired of fighting for people that won't fight for themselves. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of tired of like shining lights on things and then having people just kind of go on with their life. Like I'm like, it's my responsibility to continue to do this. Like. Yeah. That's not my responsibility. It's all of our responsibilities. You know, and and pe people aren't realizing it. You know, like I saw bro, I saw more posts about the motherfucking World Series yesterday than I have seen from fucking any of these people about this. You know, and it, it dude, they're pussies. Mm. And you know what pussies get? What they deserve. Hard hard dicks. Well, they're going to get one Random. right up the ass. <laughs> and they're not going to like it. No. No. Let me, I do want to ask you this, man, because I was thinking about this. Everybody's going to be like, DJ, they're going to be like, what happened? I can't believe this is happening. How do we let this happen? You let it happen. Mm -hmm. You let it happen by because you were a coward and you wouldn't stand up or speak up this entire time. There's a number of you listening. And by the way, let me say this. There's a number of you listening that share the show every single time. I love you guys. Not hoes. Okay. But there's a number of you that is of the greater listenership that do not. And you come and you listen to the show and you're afraid to share it. You're afraid to speak up. You're afraid to stand up because you're afraid you might be wrong. Motherfucker, where have I missed? Where have I missed? I'm not leading you wrong. I'm exposing you what's actually happening. And because you're silent and because you're afraid and because you won't stand up, the rest of us are getting our asses beat, first of all. And second of all, this is going to happen and it's going to be much worse. Okay, so you thought what happened with COVID was going to be bad? You have no idea what they're going to do, bro. And I'm convinced they're going to do it. Now, I did for a while think it was a war or this, but now I'm starting to think it's and. Mm -hmm. It might be both. Yeah. 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 I want to ask you this, man. So, like, think going back to, to you know, COVID 1.0, right? I was trying to, like, think about this and trying to really, like, understand it. Why didn't they just release the real deal then? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, well, how I, how I, you know, that's a good question. But how I've reconciled that question for me is I believe they thought that everybody was going to fall in line with COVID. I, I believe they thought they were going to get much more compliance than they did. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, when you break down the data, you know, less than 50% of the people actually went and got the vaccine. Now they'll tell you 70% did, but that's not the actual number. The actual number is less than 50%. That means they got less than 50% buy-in to do what they wanted people to do. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they were counting on the resistance being as big as it was, uh, which still wasn't enough. Because if we're being honest, had we all stood up with the mask thing, we wouldn't be here right now. We would have said none of this shit would have happened. Okay. Everything would have fallen apart right there and we would have been back on track. The economy would be killing it. We wouldn't be dealing with this division. We wouldn't be dealing with this war. We wouldn't be dealing with any of this shit had people actually stood up. And here's the part that bothers me is that most of you knew that it was wrong. You know, like I've been alive long enough. within a reasonable amount yes, of time. Yeah. And you went along with it anyway. Yeah. And um, so how I see this is they thought that they were going to get total compliance in that situation. And they thought that the amount of resistance was going to be much smaller. And they're, what they planned on doing, which is, in my opinion, evidenced by like the things that Trudeau said or the things Australia did or the things that New Zealand did. I believed that the small amount of resistance they anticipated, which was drastically uh, underestimated on their part, they were just going to dispose of. Right. They were going to put in camps. They were going to get everybody to agree. Like like when Trudeau said, what are we going to do with these people? And you have Biden on TV saying, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, which clearly wasn't true. All of that was narrative to villainize people who were resisting. And I believe that had they got their way, with a small amount of resistance, they would have put those people in camps and definitely removed all their rights, uh, maybe even executed them and saying these people are a menace to society. That didn't happen. And so what I see now is they have moved on to plan B. And plan B is, okay, we're not going to depopulate through a vaccine, like Bill Gates says, right? He said multiple times. He says, he says it. It's not me making things up. Bill Gates talks about this openly, and these people talk about these things openly. And instead of doing it that way, now they've just come to the the conclusion, well, fuck, we're just going to have to kill all these people. Mm-hmm. And and I think they're going to accomplish that through this war, that they're, that they're intentionally starting in the Middle East, that none of you actually know what it's actually about. You all think it's about, you know, Palestine and Israel. It's not about that at all. It's about a fucking, it's about a trade pathway. It's about a gas port. And it's about depopulation and nobody's talking about those things. Mm-hmm. And if you were to actually go do your research, you'd understand that you're a fucking fool for thinking this is about Palestine versus Israel. And every argument you make about it, you sound dumber and dumber and dumber because you're not understanding these people have a completely different agenda. They just know that you're going to get upset and argue about that one. Mm-hmm. And while you're focused on that, they're going to keep pulling the fucking uh, real estate away from us. Dude, because that's a perfect play, man. Not, not to cut you off. That's a perfect play, though, because you got the war that's going to take out the strongest, right? Mm-hmm. Bravest, most patriotic. And then the disease is going to take care of the bottom portion of society, the, the sickest, the mm-hmm. unhealthiest. And then you're left with this population that is too scared to fight, but healthy enough to work. Do you know what the average age of the Ukrainian soldier is even after a year and a half? It's like 43. 43 years old. That means they've effectively wiped out all the fighting age men from the age of 18 to 43. Hmm. And fucking a year and a half, two years. Think about that. Jeez. Okay. That, this is why when you go to Europe, like people don't realize this. Do you know why when you come to America, all the men are like 
big and like, you know, like I'm not talking about the fat fucks at Walmart. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm not. I'm talking about like, like people like me, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, or people like uh, Emily's dad, mm -hmm. like who's six five and you know he's he's a grown man. Like we have grown men here in America, mm -hmm. right? But you go to Europe, you don't have that. And if you've never been to Europe, you don't understand this. When you go to Europe, everybody's five fucking six and 160 pounds. And you wonder why. Well, the reason why is because in World War II, all the fucking fighting stock was removed from society. And they continue to remove the fighting stock from society. Every single generation of men across the globe so that the elite tyrants across the world can maintain control. All right. And that this is this is the reality of these life, these wars, every generation. This is what's happening. And so when we look at what they're trying to do, you know, you ask the original question was, why didn't they just go all out during 2020? I think because they thought they would be able to ease this in. And now they've realized they can't ease it in anymore. So now it's violence and now it's going to be force. Yeah. And this goes into the line of thinking that I've brought up to you guys many, many times over the years, which is if you knew that if you gave up your power, your position of power that you're currently in, let's just say it's your job right now. Let's say you at your job. Let's say you knew that if you gave up your position at your job, that it meant that you were either going to go to jail or you were going to be executed. What would you be willing to do to the people behind you in order to maintain your position of power. I'll take them all out. Okay. So when you think about this from a very logical standpoint and you put yourself in that position, it becomes very obvious that these people are willing to do whatever they need to do to maintain avoidance of accountability, which we all want, right? Mm -hmm. So when we look at what's actually happening here, um, what, you know, and I could be wrong and I hope I am because if I'm right, there's really not a whole lot that can be done. Um, but how I see it, you know, is is they're they're moving into the mask of communism kind of coming off and then this going into force. I mean, just look at what's going on in the world right now. This is no different than what's happened with the black square. This is no different than what's happened with Ukraine. It's no different than what's happened with COVID. You know, we've got a situation now where no reasonable discussion can be had about what's going on in the Middle East, because whatever side you say you stand for, you're you're the worst possible scenario of a human being if you stand with them. Right. Like if you say, man, I don't think it's right that all these Palestinians are getting wiped the fuck out. Oh, you're you're a fucking terrorist. You're a terrorist. Semi you're a terrorist anti-Semite. OK. If you say, hey, um, you know, I don't I don't uh, agree with Jewish people being taken advantage of by their government and being attacked by terrorists and allowed to be attacked by terrorists, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist or you're a fucking flake or you're a fraud. Like there's no position that you can take in society where other people aren't going to just attack you. And because we can't have an honest conversation based around reality and reality is very simple. Uh, United States government does not represent the United States people. Israeli government does not represent Jewish people. Hamas does not represent all of Palestine. Okay. And if you can't understand that and have a discussion, like your, your IQ is very low. And that's the problem that we have in America. We have a very low standard IQ. 
where people get highly emotional about things and cannot have a real discussion. This is no different than why you can't talk about the black crime rate in this country. Mm -hmm. Can't talk about it. If you talk about it, you're a fucking racist. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not a racist. I'm pro-American. And I would like to cure this problem that that actually uh, hurts a lot of our our fellow Americans, which happen to be black people. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would like to address this issue. And until we can have open conversations and be people that can actually say things and have a little courage, none of these problems can be solved. But because they've propagated the courage out of us by using societal weapons like cancel culture and a bunch of other ones too, political correctness, et cetera, we have a bunch of cowards. We have a bunch of people that can't solve problems. And they know that. Yeah. No, of that's course. The, that's that's the, the intent. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I mean. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean... <clears throat> I mean, bro, how, how do we solve, how do we solve? You, you can't. Okay. How do we solve the problem of black crime if we can't talk about black crime? Or who's committing it? Okay. You can't. <laughs> well, it's called black crime. Yeah, well. It's not called fucking maybe crime. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fucker. Like we know who's committing it. Okay. It's a, called a statistical reality. Yeah, you just can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, we also can't talk about, you know, and then like, if you say that, they say, well, what about the white people commit? Yes, the white people commit crimes as well. They yeah. just commit them at a far less rate. <laughs> like, we have to fucking be honest about what the fuck is going on. And yeah. like, by the way, that's not a knock on black people. That's a knock on the way black people have been treated in this country by the people they've been lied to to vote for over and over and over again for 60 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is the Democrat Party. Oh, they switched back in the day. The fuck they did. Okay, that's a lie. But how can we solve what's going on when these people are running all these plays if every time they throw something at us, all we do is attack each other? Right. Because we want to pick sides and we want to be right. And let's be honest. A lot of these conservative influencers are part of the problem. They're a big part of the problem. They are the problem. I think they're the biggest part of the problem. Everybody says it's these people that are shown on libs of TikTok and all these crazy... No, it's actually not that. The people who are causing this to continue are in two categories of people. One, it's the people who see what's going on that refuse to speak up and still comply. That's the number one offender of what's going on with this country. Those are the people that are costing us. You guys who listen to this show and never speak up, never stand up, never get engaged and just listen to it and don't do shit, you're the number one problem, Mm -hmm. okay? Number two, and by the way, for those of you that do try, we see you too. Oh, we see you. Yeah, I'm I'm not knocking a group, okay? Number two, these conservative influencers who before three and a half years ago were nobody, all right, who have now built some sort of platform around, you know, being a part of quote unquote the solution have gone from resisting tyranny and standing up for what they think is right into this whole new system of being a pawn for the media outlets to circulate the information, right? Mm-hmm. These media outlets and these people who put these narratives out, they understand that the, that these conservative influencers are going to sensationalize their point of view and basically rile people up over and over and over in a highly emotional state. And when you get these people in a highly emotional state, they can't think. Mm-hmm. And if we look at some of these guys, and by the way, I'm friends with some of these guys. Some of these guys, I, as a person, I really like them a lot. As a business person, they're stupid as fuck because they don't understand what they're doing is actually serving themselves instead of serving the cause. Right. And if you actually serve the cause, there'd probably be a place for you to actually make more money. But all you want to do is sensationalize all of this crazy shit because you are irrelevant before 2020 and you want to sell your gear or whatever the fuck it is you're doing. 
And you're all you're doing is perpetuating the problem because we can't ever get to an agreement. And and it's really weird to me that after all of these things, the masks, the black square, the vaccine, Ukraine, fucking now the Middle East, we have these these people continue to fall for the same propaganda play over and over and over again and cannot see their own role in 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 their in this chess game they're, that they're, they're a part of. They're a cog in there. Yeah, bro, you're a pawn. Yep. Like if you can't freely think and just think basic human thoughts, like if you've lost the ability to critically think like fuck these are innocent people bro these these people in palestine these are innocent people these people in israel that were attacked these are innocent people and if you can't see that it's the governments and the organizations positioning for power and wealth and control over humanity you've lost you've lost your perspective like you're you're out of touch bro like these are people these are normal human beings and like you know when I came out two, three weeks ago, whatever, when this shit started, and I said, fuck, I give a fuck about America. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care what they do. They should care what they do, and they should care more about what they do. And this idea that we are somehow the world police and have to go fix everybody's problem on our tax dollars, this is what I was talking about. You guys have all seen that clip or heard me say on the show about how America is the biggest slaves. It's got like 100 million views on TikTok, okay? It's everywhere. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that one absolutely. where I say, hey, we're the biggest slaves in the world. Where, Where is it? Where are all these other countries paying their tax dollars to help us? It doesn't exist. Nope. That's a fact. And not only are we the biggest slaves in the world, not only do we work our entire lives to have our tax dollars taken from us and sent to these third-party causes halfway around the globe, then when a military conflict comes to us, we're rallied up into this quote-unquote patriotic frenzy for freedom and democracy to go over there and kill our generation of, of, of men who are our warriors, every single generation. And like, dude, when I look at what's happening here, I see the big picture. I don't see the little picture. And, and you know, that may be for me being in business. That might be for me being an entrepreneur my whole life. I don't know. But when I look at the entire package here, it's very obvious to me. And uh, it apparently isn't to everybody else. No. And then on top of that, too, it's like, you know, that war that we send those people to go fight, you know, the kids of both of those people that are involved in this generation, the kids of those people, you know, that secures the next fight. In the yeah, next they grow up to be the years. next slave warriors yeah, yeah. of the elite class. He killed my grandfather. He killed my dad, right? Like, I mean, bro, they kill people in my family. Sick. My fucking dad never even met his dad. Like, you guys don't understand that. Like, you wonder why does Andy care so much? Here's why I care so much. Because my motherfucking grandfather, who was 20 fucking years old, went to fucking Normandy for some bullshit war, fought his ass off on Utah Beach, only to get shot in the back exactly six months later. Never met his fucking dad. Never met his own son. Okay? Never got to see what his own son did. Never got to see what Sal and I have done. And that's not right for nothing. So I care about this. And I don't care about it like, you know, like people get confused. They're like, well, you're a, you're a patriot. Yeah, I am. But I'm also not a mindless robot of patriotism i actually think the entire idea of patriotism needs to be rethought mm -hmm. we the people okay what's good for us we the people not we're the patriots of america and we go fight for these elite corrupt elderly people who have contracts and obligations and bribes and all these like you're not going to fool us anymore bro like you motherfuckers up in washington dc you should take this as your notice you're not fooling us anymore 
We understand that you are asking us to go fight these wars so that you can get rich or get powerful or get your deal and also take the warrior class of Americans off the table so you don't have to worry about any accountability. We see it, bro. It's the truth. The absolute truth, man. Yeah, I'm not buying it anymore. So when I post that flag and I say I'm proud of that flag, I'm proud of that flag because of people like my grandfather and people like your guys' family and friends who have gone and died for that. The actual bravery of this, the men and the women in this country, I'm proud of that. I'm proud... I'm proud of what that flag could represent. That's our fucking flag. That's not these tyrants flag. That's not the flag of these elite, corrupt, you know, disgusting elderly fucks who have 50 years of backdoor handshakes and secret deals while they take from us and ruin our lives. That's not their flag. That's fucking our flag. And we're asked to go fight for that flag on their behalf. No more of that shit. I'm not with it, bro. No. I'm not with it. No. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know what you guys think down in the comments. Hashtag who knew. And uh, tell us what you guys think. Uh, so let's keep this show moving, man. We got uh, we got Cruise the Comments. Guys, today's Cruise the Comment comes from Daniel Beer, uh, V-I-T-L. Uh, he says, as a younger guy from a small rural town, I'm extremely grateful for what the media has provided in the sense that it's an outlet for people such as Andy and DJ to voice these messages. Without you guys, I wouldn't be on the path of personal excellence I'm on. The guidance that you've provided has helped me escape the traditional route people from my area lead. So I thank you guys for blessing me with the more beneficial side of media. Bison, American flag. Yeah, bro, that's why we do this. That This is what you guys, by the way, I love this comment. But for all of you guys out there, this is why we do the show. You young men and you young women who are 30 years old right now, you have to realize that what the fuck you do and how you decide to live is literally, pro you're probably the most important generation that's ever lived in this country. Mm -hmm. And if you choose the path that these people in the media want you to take of you know being basically uh, less than mediocre example of what you should be you know let's let's just be real okay they want you fat they want you sick they want you dependent they want you stupid they want you poor and you guys are resisting that in your lives you are you are recognizing the propaganda that has been laid down in front of your face that has tried to convince you that there's some sort of moral nobility in being poor or being lazy or having less or being less and you've rejected it and that rejection of their culture is what's ultimately going to turn this country around. So when I look at a comment like this, uh, these are the comments that mean the most. Mm -hmm. These are the things that mean the most. And and you guys, I hope, Daniel, real talk, I hope you're living it, okay? Because it doesn't matter if you just comment on the page. It doesn't matter if you just listen to the show. These are things that we have to go out and live. And the reason that people love the idea of a, somebody on a white horse coming in and saving the day, you know, you see this a lot with Trump people, is because it's very hard to actually live. Mm. It's very hard to take responsibility uh, for yourself and your actions and to understand that w our lives are an actual example of what we want this country to look like and be like. Uh, that takes work. You know, it's very difficult. It's not easy to live at a high standard. It's not easy to, you know, put the right things in your body. It's not easy to consume the right information. It's not easy to have discipline, you know, to filter out the BS. It's not easy to like, you know, cut ties with people who are negative influence on you. It's not easy to live a, a higher standard life, dude. And uh, until you guys understand that that's the only solution that we ever have, we're, that we're going to have, 
uh, and you actually start to go do it, you know, nothing's going to change. Yeah. So I, I hope, I love this comment, but I hope you're following up with some action, brother. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm sure he is, by oh, the yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. It looks like you got a, like a pretty pimp, pimp suit on. Yeah. Yeah. The, all that all white. It's a good look. That's a good look. Yeah. What? That is not racist. Huh? That's, oh, okay. What? That's racist? No. All right. I was gonna. I was gonna ask what if there was like a matching hat. That guy looked. Never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. Small rule town. <laughs> you mean a pointy hat? Who's <laughs> <laughs> playing Daniel? Love you, man. Guys, we appreciate all of you guys. We uh, appreciate you guys commenting, uh, sharing the show. Yeah, people are cool, man. Keep being real ass fans, yeah. guys. As always. Uh, so with that being said, man, let's get back to our headlines. We got headline number two. Headline number two reads, big city mayors head to D.C. with a message for Biden on migrants. Yeah, so let's use more taxpayer dollars to go here to comply. Dude, you could have sent a fucking text message. But there's some interesting shit with this, man. I thought it was uh, some interesting stuff going on, Andy. You ready for it? Yeah. So uh, so, so this is uh, this is... AP News. Uh, New York, a coalition of big city mayors, is headed to Washington on Thursday to urge the federal government to offer more help with the surge in migrants that are overwhelming their cities, uh, budgets and services. The Democratic entourage will include the mayors of New York City uh, and Chicago, along with Denver Mayor Michael Johnston. According to a press release from his office, Johnston is apparently leading the group. Um, Ahead of the trip, several mayors weighed in on the crisis facing their cities, including the mayors uh, from Los Angeles and Houston. Uh, They wrote a letter to the administration earlier in the day to plead their case, asking for a meeting with the president, um, more aid and a quicker path to work authorization for the migrants. Quote, this is not sustainable, what you're seeing in Chicago, where children are sleeping in police precincts. And this is not sustainable, what we are attempting to do in Floyd Bennett Field, New York City Mayor uh, Eric Adams said during a a television appearance Wednesday night referring to a new tent facility in Brooklyn. Quote, we need to have the same voice. Uh, The group is expected to meet with the Biden administration officials overseeing various parts of the immigration process and members of Congress, uh, though it has not specified whether the mayors will talk with the president. Now, here's the thing. So that meeting was today, right? Um, so Eric Adams was flying into D.C., right? I don't know if you saw this yet. Um, but then this headline comes out. FBI raids home of top mayor Eric Adams fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, hmm. right? Um, so the home of a top fundraiser for New York City Mayor Eric Adams was raided by the feds Thursday morning, just as his owner bailed on a slate of White House immigration meetings to return to the Big Apple almost as soon as he landed in D.C., the Post has confirmed. So he's on a flight. He lands in D.C. The feds kick in this lady's home. He gets right back on the plane and heads back to New York City. It's a little suspect there. Um, It says federal agents busted into the Brooklyn home of Brianna Suggs, a close consultant whose firm has earned more than $150,000 from the mayor's campaign team since uh, 2021. Suggs herself has also received more than $16,500 in personal payments from Adams' accounts, according to the campaign finance filings. Her company, Suggs Solution, LLC, is registered to a family-owned brownstone at 929 Lincoln Place in Crown Heights, according to property records. 
Uh, quote, I heard screaming maybe two or three hours ago. One neighbor told the post. I heard helicopters also. Um, the house is boarded up. Um, so city records show Suggs is also on a monthly retainer for his owner's uh, political work. Suggs did not pick up the phone when the post called and has not returned the call. She's probably in jail. Well, I'll tell you this. The post lies about them trying to call people and fucking meet people. That, that's okay? a fact. Yeah. So let's be honest. That's a fact. Every single motherfucking time they've run a story on me. Oh, we tried to reach him. Yeah. The fuck you did. Yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. Okay. A bunch of liars. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. I just like keep it fair. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting, man. So so this guy goes to DC as soon as he lands, they kick in the door, he's right back home. Mm-hmm. Like he gets right back off. That the sounds plane. like, oh shit. That sounds like, like, that sounds like, oh shit. Oh shit. Fuck. Yeah. That's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the H in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Um, but in other news of this migration issue, I don't know if you got, got a chance to see this. Uh, this headline reads, Huge 5,000 migrant caravan starts walking to U.S. from Mexico. Um, so this is uh, this is coming out. This started Monday, apparently. So a huge caravan of about 5,000 migrants has started moving north towards the U.S. on foot from Mexico's southern border. The enormous group started making its way north on Monday, according to organizers and officials, walking in a long line along the highway. Migrants in the caravan hail from Cuba, El Salvador, Guatemala, Haiti, Honduras, and Venezuela, one organizer said. Um, anyway, what we got on this? Oh, and that's also at the same time that you got, you know, FBI director, uh, warning Americans to stay vigilant, um, for attacks inspired by Hamas. What do we got on this? It's an invasion. It's been an invasion, you know, and it's, it's interesting to me that all those cities you mentioned are all those mayors are mm-hmm. far left mayors who for fucking the last four years before this administration took office, called Trump a racist, a bigot, mm-hmm. anybody who said we needed a wall. They're let they're, them in. Yeah, they're they're ra- you had AOC down there at the border staging photo shoots. Like these, you're getting what the fuck you voted for. Okay, I'm sorry to say this, but this is the truth. I see all the black inner city people in Chicago throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. Well, you all fucking voted for this, right? Okay, because you believe something that someone on TV told you about somebody being quote unquote racist. What's more racist? Somebody saying, you know, some bullshit in a tweet or somebody legitimately allowing millions of people to come to your country that makes your vote irrelevant and pushes you out of the the community that, that is yours. Yeah. I mean, that's reality. It threatens your safety. Yeah. So, so like, you know, honestly, I actually think this is a great thing, especially for the black communities and the inner cities. No, it's a massive wake up. Yeah, because you're realizing that you've been fucking lied to, it's like a, a lot of us have been trying to tell you. Massive wake up. So it is what it is. I would say out of all, like, you know, like, I mean, because like, let's be honest, like, you know, the, the political game that, you know, places like Texas are playing where they're busing these fucking migrants further into inside our country, like that's a game and it's fucked up. But I would say that, that that is one massive positive is that, you know, the awakening that's happening in those communities. That sure. Are waking up like, oh, shit. OK. Yeah. Well, I wish you guys would have woken up when the rest of us said we're not fucking racist, bro. We're trying to address facts, yeah. you know, and because the victimization around the term racist has been so powerful for so long in this country, you know, um, people have realized that, like, you get your way when you call someone a racist mm-hmm. or you call someone a name. And eventually people don't give a shit anymore. And so now you're observing real racism. Now you have the government that you voted for importing all of these people from different countries, putting them in your neighborhoods, 
displacing you from your community, which by the way, I agree has been neglected for 60 years because you continue to vote for these same people. And um, now you're experiencing what real racism, racism looks like. It's discriminating against the inner city black people in favor of people who aren't even citizens of this country. And so I, my hope is, is that the black community will finally wake up uh, and start to realize, you know, holy shit, this is this is bullshit and start to see what real racism is, because in my opinion, real racism doesn't look like somebody making a tweet or saying something. Uh, it actually not even a word, any of the words, by the way. Real racism is taking actual action to handicap an entire culture of Americans, black Americans, over the last 60 fucking years by convincing them to vote for people who every single two and four year cycle come to the black communities and say, vote for us and we'll fix it. We'll stop these guys over there from taking everything from you. When in reality, those guys over there aren't taking shit from you. They've been fighting for you the whole time. But you continue to believe these people and these people then go to Washington, D.C. and they intentionally pass laws and pass regulations and take positions that make your life hard. OK, and then when they pass money for community uh, education, things in, in the inner cities of this country, they figure out a way to steal it. Mm -hmm. And that's real racism. Real racism is not some dude from 10 years ago saying the N word, bro. It's just not. OK, you could say whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. Here's the reality. The reality is actual racism is taking actions that actually hurt a race of people. And that's been going on very intentionally here for a long 60 years here in the United States against the black communities. And I would be I hope that uh, the black communities will start to wake up. I think they are. When I go and look at some of the more traditional black pages, um, you know, such as like rap mm -hmm. or world star. You know, when they talk about this woke shit, like nobody's buying it anymore. But then again, you still have the quote unquote black activists that every single time something's posted, they're crying racism. Like, bro, that dog has left the race. Okay. That, that shit doesn't know. No, horse no one fucking cares, bro. No one's cares about, about being called a name anymore. No. Like it's over. And remember, we talked about this. We said, Eventually, it's going to get overused to a point where it means nothing, and the people who are using it aren't going to, we're not going to be able to identify real racism. Well, if you want to identify real racism, it's real simple. What are the actions that people are taking that intentionally hold a race back or make their lives more difficult? And if we define racism as discrimination in that sense, then there is only one class of racists in this country, and that is the Democrat Party. And that's reality, okay? Because they're the ones making the rules that are actually holding these people back. And so real talk, um, how do we correct this problem? Well, everybody's going to have to get on board with the fact that we're going to have to do things that are not very pleasant to look at to go round up every single one of these people and dump them back over the border in Mexico and let Mexico deal with them. Yep. Okay. Because in my, in my opinion, Mexico's complicit by even allowing this. All right. And I love my Mexican-American friends who have come here and made a life and contributed to the life, but Mexico has fucked us. And they are no longer our friend. Those people are not our friends. Well, the, the separation. Mexico, Mexican government. That Those I are mean, not our yeah, friends. Yeah. They are intentionally aiding the destruction Alex. of our country. No, not at all. No. They can say whatever they want. They can pretend all they want. Mexican people, I love you, bro. You're all good with me. I love Mexico too, by the way. It's fucking awesome. But your government 
is aiding in the destruction of this country, which has been a place that a lot of those people have aspired to go to over the course of history, mm-hmm. which is half the reason they're probably destroying it. Okay. So, uh, you know, I hope people wake up. I don't know that they will, but it, it is, there's a little part of me that thinks it's funny that all of these far left people are now the ones like screaming about how fucking bullshit this is when you guys voted for this shit and championed it for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw something. I didn't want to, Trump wants to build a wall. He's fucking racist. Xenophobic. What do you think now? Yeah, right. <laughs> we got to get the people out of the city. Ah, bro, hey, that, that sounds kind of well, listen, racist. Listen, pe- people, <laughs> people are going to have a hard time with what's going to be required to remove this from our country. You also see the other world leaders starting to get on that, that that same narrative too, like Macron in France. Yeah, like he's on the same thing. Like now he's like, we gotta get these people out of here. Yeah, you know, that's because correct. They're, they're seeing what's happening. Yeah, like, but I don't know that's that. Why liber- that's where liberalism fails. That's liberalism fails because it's made by a bunch of dumb fucks. Yeah, like, like it do- does not work. No, they're dumb as fuck. Okay, these people. There's only two classes of those kind of people. One people that do not know any better. All right, right who are very poor. They don't know. So it sounds good to them. These policies all sound good and they sound good hearted too. What are you not a humanitarian? No, motherfucker. I'm not just so you know, none of that shit works on me. No, no, Yeah. Like you're a bigot. Yes. Whatever the fuck you say (laughs) I am. I'm America first. Mm. These people need to be rounded up and they need to be shipped back to where the fuck they came from. And that's being nice. Okay. They don't belong in our country. It's going to cause major problems, and you're going to see this with the terrorist alerts, okay? You don't think that these people... Do you not think... What do you think these Palestinian slash uh, Arab Muslims are going to start doing to the Jewish community centers or the or, or Jews in general here in America? What do you think is going to happen, bro? What do you think they're going to start doing to the LGBTQ population who fights for them, who fights for them? Like these people are going to terrorize us here in this country. We're going to see terror attacks that we've never seen here before. Things that we've never had to worry about here, we're going to have to start worrying about. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to have to look around when you go to the farmer's market on fucking Saturdays and Sundays, bro, because you intentionally were manipulated into allowing these things to happen. And so in my opinion, if I were president right now, all of these people, there would be checkpoints in every city. I'd be, I mean, I mean, dude. Check. I'm talking checkpoints to go two blocks, okay? And yes, you would have to show your fucking papers. And yes, if you didn't fucking have them, you're out, okay? That's real shit that ha- is going to have to happen if we want to correct this country. And a lot of people aren't with it. Mm-hmm. They're not able to like stomach that kind of thing, even if it means their own personal demise. It's all right. Just two weeks to stop the spread. Yeah. I'm. Th- <laughs> listen, bro. These people have... <laughs> listen. These people have to be rounded up and sent back to where they come from. Yep. And that's the only way this can be fixed. Yep. That's real shit, man. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know what you guys think down in the comments. Hashtag open the floodgates. Let us know. So with that being said, man, let's get to our third and final, uh, third and final headline. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, Connecticut judge orders new mayoral primary after surveillance videos show possible ballot stuffing. This is a pretty big deal. I haven't seen any of this. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, I've been sick as fuck for like three days. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why we didn't have CTI. That's I was basically shitting my brains out and puking my brains out. And so I haven't seen much in the news. 
And honestly, it's been great. <laughs> I would rather shit my brains out and puke my brains out than 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 consume this shit. Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot going on, but this this is this is a win. This is a big deal. Um, so this uh this is an AP. News Still got game. my rucks done though, just for the record. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um. So but yeah. So this is an AP News article. Um, reading, a judge on Wednesday tossed out the results of a Democratic mayoral primary in Connecticut's largest city and ordered that a new one be held, citing surveillance videos showing people stuffing multiple absentee ballots into outdoor collection boxes. The ruling came just six days before the general election, creating a perplexing scenario in which voters will decide the outcomes of Bridgeport's mayoral election on November 7th then be asked to return to the polls at a later undetermined date to choose the rightful Democratic nominee in that very same race. In his ruling Wednesday, Superior Court Judge William Clark addressed the incongruity by saying he lacked the authority to postpone or cancel the general election. However, he said he had seen enough evidence of malfeasance to order a rerun of a September 12th primary in which incumbent mayor Joe Gannum defeated challenger John Gomez uh, by 251 votes out of 8,173 cast. Quote, the volume of ballots so mishandled is such that it calls the result of the primary election into serious doubt and leaves the court unable to determine the legitimate result of the primary. Clark wrote, in his ruling, uh, the judge cited statistics showing that abnormally large numbers of absentee ballots were cast in certain voting districts and video evidence showing multiple people shoving stacks of ballots uh, into the drop boxes in violation of state law. Quote, the videos are shocking to the court and should be shocking to all parties. Clark wrote, here's a couple of videos of this stuff going on. So here's one. Uh, this was August 27th. Okay. Really nice BM, uh, was it BMW pulls up. Yeah, because because these people that do this come from two classes, which is the part that I was trying to say a minute ago. They either come from very poor people that don't know any better or mm -hmm. very rich people that get richer by manipulating those poor people. Yep. That's the entire Democrat Party. So no shit they got a nice car. Yeah. <clears throat> these people should be hung, by the way. That's any, crazy. Anybody who does this should be fucking hung without... Fucking reservation. Right along with the COVID people. You know what I'm saying? The COVID, mm -hmm. the COVID organizers, the election stealers, those people should be treated as treasonous people and, and dealt with, uh, you know, a traitor's accountability. There's another one. The, look at these fucking people. They high five each other after doing it. This guy's just putting ballot after ballot in the box, huh? And then they high five each other. Okay, okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. You're gonna get us caught, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. I know. Look at this, and then high five. Good job. We secured our democracy. Yeah, those people should be hung. And then that same. Listen, lady I'm talking about any level of election in government. Those are traitors. Mm -hmm. Well, because they fuck up the city. Those people have cost us all our entire fucking livelihoods and our lives and all this disruption in this country. People who think that it's okay for them to fuck with the systems that keep this country segregate should, should fucking be dealt with like traitors. 
They are traders. These are traders. That same lady came back at 542 in the morning yeah. and kept doing it. Yeah. Kept doing it. Um, now, now here's the, here's an interesting thing. So, uh, Politico put out this article yesterday. Uh, the headline reads, Republicans. And by the way, if Republicans did this, they should be hung too. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody. This isn't a one side. It's, it's anybody. Um, but I thought this was interesting. So Politico put out this, this headline. It says Republicans claw back control of elections in key states. Um, you know, saying that Republican officials in key battleground states are moving to assert more con- more control over elections ahead of 2024, efforts that could disrupt preparations already underway for the presidential contest. Unlike prior pushes that have focused on poll access and voting requirements, the current focus is on offices or agencies that have oversight of actual elections and that tend to operate in obscurity. So recently, Republican lawmakers have tried to oust Wisconsin's elections chief after years of empowering baseless conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. Notice how they're talking in this, right? It's not a real thing, right? You can't interfere with elections. Elections aren't stolen. They're secure, right? Um, Baseless Baseless conspiracy. Yes. Right? The crazy thing is, is just a couple of hours, you know, before they wrote that article, they write this article. Federal prosecutor raises alarm about Chinese election interference. Wait, so can it be done or can it not? Well, it can only be done by a convenient enemy. It can't be done by them. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. All right. We well, didn't. That do makes it. sense, Andy. We yeah. didn't. Our our own American people messing with an election to maintain control so that we can avoid accountability for crimes against humanity. That we cr- that would never happen. No, that would never happen. That this man right here they're showing on the slide, Gavin Newsom. Or any of these other people who are fine, upstanding citizens of the world, such as Hillary Clinton. It could never be true that she would legitimately make up an entire document called the Steele dossier and then for seven years divide America for her own greed and good, uh, you know, ill will towards American people and uh, upside on her. But she would never do that. No one would ever do that. There would be no way that all these people would go along with it. There would be no way that all these people would continue to, you know, do these things. That's not, there's no, but China. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Russia. Yeah. You know, these people, these people are scum, dude. There was a, (laughs) what what do you see this election? This, this, this next election being, man. I don't, I don't know. I I don't think they're going to allow it to happen. Yeah. I don't think they're, I, I think what I've been saying for the last, a uh, few years is they're going to try to disrupt the world in such a way where the election is an afterthought or even not even like I going back to what I said, bro. Like when we talk about the accountability that will be had by them giving up power, we're talking about life or death accountability. And when you think about life or death accountability and you think about what you would do to avoid life or death accountability, very few of you would stand on your principles and morals and take the death you would try to lie, cheat, and steal your way into like surviving, no. and that's what I—that's what I see here. And I see, I see, I—I I see very bad things yeah. for the future. I see, I—I I don't think that what happened in 2020 is even going to be comparable to what they have to do this time. I think it's going to be way worse. I think it's going to have real damaging effects. I think there's a potential that it could destroy our country completely in terms of our entire economy. I think it's very, very plausible that every single entrepreneur listening to the show right now does not have a business in 12 months. Hmm. Like, I think that's how bad it could get. 
I think they could cut off the power. I think they could cut off technology. And I think they could put us in a stone age and say it was fucking China who did a cyber attack for the neck for seven months and let the world just fucking destroy itself while they get away with what they did. I think there's all kinds of options, but I don't, I think the smallest option is that we actually have a free and fair election and get somebody in who actually got the votes. I think that's the smallest option. And I think we're in a position now where it's do or die in terms of, are you going to engage in this or are you going to bitch out? And I think if you don't engage in this, we very well could be where, you know, I just said we would be at that literally nothing, zero. And, um, you know, this all comes from the inability for people to one, speak up and two look at people right in the face and say, no, it's, it's that simple. You know, if had you looked at people who who told you to put a mask on and said, no, I'm not doing it, the, the, the shit would have been flipped right away. But you all had to fly and you all had to do this and you all had to do that. So you just did it. And here we are. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I don't have an optimistic out, outlook. Yeah. Like, I really don't. And, and I'm not saying that to scare anybody. I'm not saying that to doom and gloom. I'm not saying that to be a dick. I just think the win- the window of opportunity is closing at such a fast rate now where I don't n- I don't know. Now the only thing that does give me some hope is that, you know, we do have people that are starting to stand up. We do have people that are starting to wake up. We do have people that are willing to use their voice. That's starting to happen, but dude, you're a year behind the game. Yeah. Like you guys need to get real loud, real fucking fast. And the one thing, the one piece of like observation that gives me some hope and like dude, there's a lot of people out here, my, some of my friends included, who are like, Andy, you're overreacting. It's not that bad. Bro, you don't understand. Yeah. You don't understand what these people are willing to do. Okay? It's it yeah. just because you've been over here in your world doing your thing and you are skeptical of things like, bro, go back and listen to the last three years of my show. I'm pretty confident, dude. I have the best track record of fucking anybody out there. Better than anybody. I don't think there's at least If there is someone, I don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that as a matter of actual fact. But I will say this. One thing that gives me some hope is that they seem to be afraid of the election. The the media, the far the left, the whole democratic establishment, they seem to be afraid of the election. Because if they weren't afraid of the election, they wouldn't be doing this witch hunt. You know, trying uh, to get them removed off the ballot. Yeah, trying to get them off the ballot. Mm-hmm. Like trying, they wouldn't be doing these things. These yep. things wouldn't be happening if there it was, wasn't it a, was li- a non-factor. Yes, yeah. right. And so yeah. I think they have the like you know uh, we've talked about plenty of times. I think they have the ability to cheat, but I don't think they have the ability to cheat. Pa- I think there's a there's an error zone in there. Like maybe it's ten percent, right? Maybe they can fudge it like ten percent, and if you get more than that. You, they can't fudge it anymore. And I actually think that's what happened in 2016. Hmm. I think they've been fixing elections and fudging elections for, you know, as long as we've been alive. Yeah. And I think in 2016, what happened was they, they were fudging the election with X amount of votes for Hillary Clinton. And this dude was so popular that he overcame that. And that's why they were so surprised. Yeah. Because they were so confident. Yeah. Like, if you, bro, got, if you go bro, back and look at videos. Hold on. Don't you remember the magazine that came out? The Time Magazine or Newsweek? That, that said she won. Madam President. Yep. It came out. Mm-hmm. Like, they were. They knew she they was knew winning. They knew she was winning. And they were fucking shocked. 
And then they went into straight up, it was fraud, right? Remember, the election was stolen. Yes. Like they could argue. Russia stole that. it. And then what happened? Then Hillary Clinton made up a document with Christopher Steele called the Steele Dossier, which implicated Trump in collusion with Russia to steal an election, which has been since proven to be completely fabricated by Hillary Clinton and this dude. And there's been no accountability for it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None. How much did that fudge the 2020 election? Well, well I'm just... Just that alone. Not not talking about the ballot hard. Oh, you mean like people thinking that was true? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> These people are fucked. And I, I think that's also too, like why, like this case that, that just happened in uh, Connecticut. Like, how did they know that that was a sure way to win? I think if you know if they're still in the fucking local election, you don't think that they did that shit in the 2020 election too? DJ, I think they've been doing it for as long <laughs> as I've been alive. That's what I'm I'm saying like like this is proof like they're only they did that because they I, knew the shit worked in I, 2020. I don't think we've had a I don't think we've had a fair election since John F Kennedy was assassinated. You think it was that far back? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think Robert F Ken- I think Robert Kennedy like you guys say whatever you want about Robert Kennedy, I wouldn't vote for him. He's he's way too fucking liberal for me. Um and especially, I think he's smart. I think he makes some great points. But like where he stands on the Second Amendment and shit, you're fucking insane. That mm-hmm. that argument is dead. Yeah. By the way, you're not getting the guns. Get it, it doesn't matter if you do a mass shooting. Oh, by the way, did you see the mass shooting that happened that didn't happen in in a, out in that theme park mm-hmm. where the dude fucking killed himself and then wrote on the wall, yeah. "I'm not a killer." Yeah, I did see that. Shit. Yeah. And you know oh, what? It, I, I dug into that. You know what the fucking story that they've been telling these people is? Is that you have to go kill these people. The world's going to end. And if you don't kill these people, we're going to deny you access to the fucking underground cities. So they're telling, yes, they're telling these fucking deranged mental people. That's the trigger. That, yes. Jeez. So they're telling these deranged mental people who are fucked up, who are, you know, products of these manipulation techniques like MKUltra and all these things that they do. They are promising them admittance into the underground cities based upon the idea that the they know the world's going to end. And these people, they say, for you to go in it, you have to go kill all these people. And I guess that's what they're doing to get people to do this. That's what that's what 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 I've dug into and seen with that story. That's wild. Yeah. There's a whole bunch about that story that. That isn't being talked about that you have to like dig deep on. Yeah, I must because I, I, yeah. I didn't even cross up yeah. on any okay. of Okay, so today. so about that, what what about that Nashville manifesto? Mm-hmm. Where's that one at? What's that say? Because mm-hmm. we all thought that just said some stuff about trans people. What if it says something about that? Similar, same lines. Yeah. What if it says something about exactly what the fuck's been going on? Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to my thing. I don't care how many fucking uh, shootings that you guys do. We're not giving up our guns because we understand what the purpose of the guns are. Yeah, exactly what will happen the moment we hand them over. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody pretty much understands that. You know, the government, the government has overplayed their hand. And gun ownership and gun purchase are at all time high by people on the left side of the aisle. What's that tell you? Yeah, say, what's that even say? they know. <laughs> even they know that this so like when Kamala Harris comes on TV and says, we're going to ban weapons. Everybody's laughing at these people. Mm-hmm. Come fucking get them, motherfucker. You ain't getting them. It's just reality. You can't. How are you going to take? How are you going to take them? Mm. Oh, you're going to make a law? Nobody's going to do it. Yeah, I'm a felon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we saw that shit here with the. With I the, think that is the play, though. Huh? I think that is. Oh, yeah. The they're going to turn everybody into a felon and then try to make them not be able to vote. You can't vote if you're yeah, a felon. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that's what they were doing with that brace shit. 
No, that, that was a big yeah. push of it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a big push. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know, man. Guys, I mean, what do you think, bro? Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I agree. I think, I don't know how long they've been still in the elections, but it didn't start in 2020. No. You know, and I think they have, you know, we, we from what I've been able to see, they have a couple of different ways they can get away with it. They have a, you know, they, they don't do the same exact way every place. I think, you know, there's about five key states in 2020. They had three or four different means of actually taking the election. And, um, I think 2016, they, I think 2016, the reason that the world's like falling apart is because that was the one they didn't, they, they didn't right. fix. They left that up to change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it, the guy outvote, the, the guy was so popular, he outvoted the cheat ability and they were surprised. Mm. And now I will say, I think the, that, that little fudge percentage, I think now it's like, I would say it's probably maybe 2% at this point. We don't know. But, but the point we don't, we don't know, but the point of it is, bro, is if that's the case and they were surprised, it would make sense why they reacted the way that they did in 2020 and why they shut the world down and why they let Biden campaign from his basement mm-hmm. and why they, you know, made it so, you know, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop disappeared from the news, why they censored people the entire, you know, uh, leading up to, to 20, the 2020 election, you know. Uh, they were deplatforming people for speaking things that were clearly true, mm-hmm. and um, and now been proven to be true. So if you really think about, you know, that theory that 2016 was the first election that they they weren't able to fix, then it explains how, why they're reacting the way that they are now. Yeah, yeah, that's real shit, man. Guys, tell us what you guys think. Jump in on this conversation. Hashtag secure the vote. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, when it comes to this, man. So with that being said, man, that was our three headlines. Let's get to our final segment of the show. As always, thumbs up or dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline up, talk about it, get one of those two options. But I want to ask you, Andy, take me back to to 21-year-old Andy, super suave. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> did you, did you, uh, so like you go on a date with a girl. Did you pay for the date? Did you guys go Dutch or how? No, I always paid even when I was broke as fuck. All right. Well, I want you to remember that answer and yeah. we're going to see if that answer stays the same on this. Well, I'm just up. saying that's what I did. Usually what I did was. Man, that's the way to go. What I did was I cooked. That's what I did. Beef jerky. No, bro. Good. I'm fucking very good cook. You know why I'm a very good cook? Because cooking's really fucking easy if you can follow simple directions. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So like I'm smart enough to follow directions. So like <laughs> I was Betty fucking Crocker in that motherfucker, bro. I knew how to make shit. Okay. Because like it's following directions. Like anybody can be a great cook if you can follow simple directions. Mm. It's that simple. So like it doesn't take you're not some sort of fucking sandwich artist, bro. Like you've you've made the recipe seventeen <laughs> times. You memorized the fucking the I know I know the whole game. Yeah. Bro, I fucking made that game up, bro. That was my game. Oh, you like to eat? Me too. Let me make you something. You're going to call him Andy Michelin. Yeah. You made the Michelin star. Bro, but, you know, and then then when I met Emily, Emily's like, no more cooking. I'm the cook. And I'm like, all right, cool. No complaints there. Yeah. No, she's amazing. Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. I, I yeah. like that. But so traditionally, you do you, now do you think the guy should be paying for dates? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I personally, I, per, I think it depends. Okay. Like- I, I think it depends. There's different kinds of dates. All right. There's mm-hmm. dates where you're meeting up for. I mean, bro, look, I think it depends on who on the guy. Okay. Like, motherfucker, I pay everywhere I go. When have you ever seen me not pay? No, you, you always. Pay. I pay. I don't care if it's two, 20, or 200 people. Motherfucker, I pay. It's a thing of mine. I can't stay. I'm so uncomfortable when people, when I, when people start arguing over the bill. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I grew up that way. Yep. Um, the, 
not my family, but just observing, you know, people do that in oh, general. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it, it made me so, I, when I say I grew up that way, I grew up where the head of the household paid the bill, mm. right? So like, that's what I was used to. And then when I saw like, when I got older and I started going out with people and they started like bickering over the bill, bro, like it made me highly uncomfortable. Mm. And so like, I'm still like, that's still like a thing for me. Like, even, even if it's a, a party or bro, I'll just fucking pay it. Cause I don't want to have any of that weird energy yeah. around. Like right. it's just no, fucking awkward. It, it is always awkward. You know, Oh, I had, I had $2 and 57 cents of this and well, this. I one, only had one. Bro, spike. shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> it all evens out in the end. Yeah. It all evens out over the course of your life. You know what I'm saying? Why not just pick up the tab and fucking be the man? Mm. Like, you should be earning enough money to pick up the fucking tab, bro. If you ain't, you're failing. All right. I mean, I like yeah. I like this answer. I do yeah. agree with you. Yeah. But but let's get into our thumbs up or dumb as fuck. Well, there, I'm just saying there's situations where I may not pay the bill. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, TikTok dragged her for eating 48 oysters on a date. Restaurant manager says it's nothing new. Now that that's the headline. Let's dive into this fucking uh, ho ho dashery that happened at this fucking. This, what, what's ho dashery? Oh, you're about to find out. All right. A woman who slurped down four dozen oysters at an Atlanta seafood restaurant and recorded the whole meal for TikTok has sparked new debates about dating etiquette. But the eatery's general manager says it was just business as usual. So in the video, which has circulated widely on Twitter. And appeared on the massively popular Instagram account, The Shade Room, TikTok user at Iguana, which... Not to be confused with Iguana. Red flag right there. Um, but she documents her visit to Fontaine's Oyster House, which she claims serves the best fucking oysters in Atlanta. She explains that she's meeting a man who had been trying to take her out for some time. Uh, and once seated, proceeds to order the Tuesday special, a dozen oysters for $15. Then she gets another round. And another. And another. The whole time, we're treated to close-up shots of Etiquana dressing the oysters with lemon juice and Tabasco sauce. Is 48 oysters a lot? It's I don't a e shit ton. Okay, I don't eat oysters. It's a shit so ton. I'm making assumptions here that I could be wrong about. Uh, it's a decent amount. All right. Oh, it's a decent amount. And um, like, I don't, I don't eat that shit. She's you know knocking I don't them eat. back. Like, we're talking 48 hot dogs. I would know it was a amount because that's like my standard of <laughs> food. Franks. That's yeah. right. <laughs> How many packs of bologna is we might, that? We might take her own. But yeah. No, I don't, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the video. I don't think you want that one, bro. She had 47 beak franks. Hey, man, listen, 48 ain't gonna hurt. You know <laughs> <laughs> let's watch this video, man. Cause, cause, let's you just, just leave that one on the shelf, dude. <laughs> She's for the streets. She's for the fucking streets, man. Yeah, so... <laughs> Today, I leaked with this bitch that I met a few weeks ago out with my friends. This nigga been texting me for weeks talking to himself. Why I didn't block him? Bitch, I don't know. But today, I was bored and I had time. So he texts me like, can we meet for drinks? And I'm like, yeah, meet me here. They got the best for fucking oysters in Atlanta. Like, oh, now. So I'm like, yes, yeah, so I can get some content. Come on. First of all, these fucking women are so fucking ungrateful. Mm -hmm. Like, man, fuck you. Okay, like, bro, we don't owe you taking you out to eat and shit. No, motherfucker, half of y'all ain't even worth the shit anyway. It's a privilege, right? It's a privilege. Like this, this fucking. Oh, she gets hers though. Okay, this attitude that this woman has, like, that's not that's little girl shit. Mm -hmm. That's not even woman shit. Love it. 
Like I'm fucking tired of that shit. I'm tired of see. This is where like the fucking red pill, red pill community, really whatever the fuck, red, red pill, pill yeah. whatever the fuck it is. That's where that's one of the things they get right. Yeah. A lot of you fucking very average women think that you're fucking queen because you have a pussy. Okay, real talk. You ain't shit. All right, that that's that's fucking bullshit mm-hmm. to take to to take another human being out to dinner and then know that you're wasting your time and then try to take advantage of them. Right. It's fucked up. It's fucking dude. It's evil shit. This is what's called hodashery. Okay. This is hodashery. Well, she is fuck her. She gets hers. Good. It's good. She deserves whatever fuck she gets. Bro, this woman is going to be fucking sitting at her house, 500 fucking pounds disgusting as fuck at 35 years old and wonder why she ain't got shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to start showing some respect for people. Yeah. Come on. I'm so good. So it shows herself eating all the fucking oysters. <laughs> stop, stop this. <laughs> if I went... <laughs> If I ever went to eat with a human being and they slurped something like that, I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm leaving. <laughs> just I'm on, getting just the fuck that. up and leaving. Just on GP. I'm yes. With you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Like you could, you can fucking hear the trash in this human by the way they suck on the oyster. <laughs> no, it's not hot. It's be, it's disgusting pig behavior. <laughs> fucking pig. It's- <laughs> Bro, I can't even listen to this shit. Y'all, when the fourth one came out, he was looking at me crazy. I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, baby, you invited me out. I'm gonna eat. This is a fucking joke, right? No, this is real. No way. There's no way. This is a joke. Keep going. It's, it's real. Bro, we we deserve to be nuked. <laughs> I'm going to start praying for it. Yeah, yeah. For real. We need it. We need a fucking total reset. <laughs> Hopefully, I make it to the next level, man. <laughs> this is disgusting shit. Dude. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> Y'all, when the fourth one came out, he was looking at me crazy. I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, baby, you invited me out. I'm going to eat. And I was coming anyway. Class. But I ain't going to lie. Now I want to do all that. You can barely understand what the fuck she's saying. It was so good. I was not expecting it to be that good. It was just so good. Like, I just, I had to. It was so good. So after that. I hope she got food poisoning. I'm like, baby, mm, what's next? What I'm about to eat? These potatoes, mm, they were so good. And the crab cakes, everything was so good. 10, 10, baby. Why the fuck this bitch ass nigga say he going to the bathroom and never come back? The fuck? I'm like, hold the fuck on. It's been like 10, 20, 30 minutes, bitch. What the fuck this nigga had to end up grabbing a tab, bitch. Nigga left me with his little one fucking drink. Yeah, bitch, I'm so glad bitch keep me some money because what? That was crazy to me. And I said, bitch, you run out on the tab. He's talking about, I'm offering you to drink. The fuck are you talking about?
bitch. There's no way. Bro, that's real. Bro, this is this is people making shit up for I don't believe you this. You think this is just clout? Yes. Dude, that's this, this is shit like, happens though, bro. Hold I, on. I know it. Hold happens. on. This is I have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is no different than these people pranking people in the parking lots and shit. Like did you see that video of that dude pretending to pour gas on people's car? Yeah, yeah and, and then the he pours man. gas on the old man's car, and a mm -hmm. guy pulls a gun in his face mm -hmm. and says, "Bro, I almost fucking killed you." The this this attention community that has mm -hmm. become our norm. I mean, I'm not putting it past any. There's no way this is real. You think this is real? I think it's real. It's real. You think it's real? Is this what's going on out here? This happens quite a bit. Hold too. on, motherfuckers. If, if she's that disgusting, Hold on. I would have left too. You, you guys are a lot younger than me. I've been married for a long time here. This is real. Is this what's happening out here in the real this world? This happens in the real world every single day. Y'all, YouTube, is this really what's going on? Is this the state of affairs? Is this just where we're at? It's real shit. And we're, it's Atlanta, bro. Bro, I might as well it. just retire, dude. I might. This, this whole show is pointless. I can't fix this. He's probably listening to Future on the way. I, <laughs> I can't fix this. This real shit. I can't fix this. I, this is the last real AF ever. Would you have walked out too? Huh? Would you have walked out? Well, I would have never been there. <laughs> Bro, don't people do the research on who the fuck they're going out with anymore? They just go out with whoever? Like you guys, that's, you that's got dating culture. Hold right on, now. motherfucker. Like you guys are that hard up for some titties and some fucking pee pee that like you, you're going to like deal with whatever people got. Well, I don't think he was expecting her to run up a $200 tax. Okay, well, you could clearly tell from her, I promise you, anybody who talks like that, acts like that, you could clearly tell they're ratchet as fuck from mm -hmm. their Instagram or whatever. Like, you guys, like, men, like, you need to have some fucking respect, bro. Mm. Like, have some fucking standards. Like, these kind of women don't deserve anything you got. Mm -mm. Like, real talk. Like, let them fucking starve, Okay. Let them be so alone and so miserable they stop treating people like this. Yep. Can't this, get oysters on food stamps. Nah, bro. This is bullshit. I'm just... <laughs> do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> shit, bro, shit. bro I, I mean, there's so much here. I don't even have time. I don't have to... We don't have time. Hmm. This We could start the next episode off on the same topic. <laughs> we'll we could do the back. whole thing on it. We'll bring it back Monday. Like, this is the whole... <laughs> The, the whole dynamic here is what's wrong. And like up. the lack of standard, the lack of appreciation, the lack of respect for a human being, the lack of respect for oneself. Like imagine like you feeling like going out with someone like this is your only option as a human being. Like imagine what you think of yourself. Like you guys are just going to go out there and like take out any sack of meat because you want to stick your dick in it. Like that's fucking 90% of the problem going on in the world. You know, like. There's better out there, bro. Oh my God. And if there ain't, fucking beat off, dude. Like, I'm giving <laughs> better than that. Holy shit. I'm just being real, bro. All this feels Jergens. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'd rather be alone than be around something like yeah, that. Yeah. Imagine being around that. Like, imagine. He dodged the bullet, though. Oh, yeah. He, oh, that's the right move. Oh, he dodged bro. the bullet. Bro, that, that right, right move, bro. Dude, this fuck ass. Hold, hold on. Hold <laughs> on. I want to grab him by his ears and look at him in the face and be like, now what we learned? Right. <laughs> like, what we learned? Now what do we learn? Yeah, that's, bro, no. Yeah, he dodged a bullet, man. Yes, not a bullet. Imagine what, like. That's that Mario Brothers on, bullet dude. thing coming Real talk. Like, real talk, dude. This person clearly doesn't give a fuck about anything. Hmm. Okay, so how many fucking random fucking dicks has this woman had in her? And what's she fucking carrying? What's she, like, do you guys not care anymore? 
Uh, what if she? What if she had a dick? It's, it is Atlanta. You gotta be careful down there. You know, I'll be real. Every time I've been to Atlanta, the people have been amazing. I can't be have no hate on Atlanta. Which, uh, uh, bro, I'm telling you, I've been there. You know, Hardwick lives down there. Mm-hmm. I've been down there. I I think the people of Atlanta are awesome. You know what I liked about Atlanta that I thought was cool that's different than most cities is when you go out uh, like at night. I noticed that like all the young men dress a lot nicer. Like they dress like men. They wear like suits and they wear like nice clothes. And like you go to any other city, it's not like that. Like they, what part of Atlanta? Well, I mean downtown, bro. I know there's some hood areas, dude, and shitty area. I'm fucking, but bro, that's everywhere. Yeah. Like we can't judge a whole city based upon that. I think generally, um, you know, I I've always enjoyed Atlanta. Hmm. I think they're good people. People are nice too. They got Southern values. The yes sir, yes ma'am. Fucking shake your hand, look you in the eye. You know, I, I I get there's some bullshit there. There's a few but, bad oysters out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, this fucking bitch ate them all. <laughs> dude. I just can't believe it. I think you guys are pucking me, dude. No, it's real. No man, way. This is absolutely there's real. There's no way. This is fucking fake. It's real. No. This is unbelievable. It's real, bro. How it's the on, internet reacts on CNN. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh there, there was some, uh, this comment. It said, uh, she sat in that man's face and slurped down 48 oysters, two crab cakes, potatoes, and three lemon drops while recording. Bro, I would have left her ass, too. <laughs> she for the streets, man. That's hodashery. So this is hodashery. This is, is this a thing? Yeah. A you, thing. You, like, you knew this before today? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hodashery? Have hodashery. you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. Me neither. Is that a black thing? Yeah. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never heard so it. So how do you know it, DJ? So, so what? What? So explain to me the hodashery. The hodashery. Hodashery is is basically just hoes being hoes, you know. Like trying to take advantage of men and fucking. Yeah, that's hodashery. You you fucking. Well, you know what? This video. This video makes me thankful for all the decent human beings out there. Hmm. You know, you may not be perfect, but fuck, bro. You ain't this bitch. Yeah, no shit. Hey, nobody here is perfect. Yeah. Well, let's be real, man. Yeah. We're all kind of fucking pieces of shit in some way. But the reality is, is none of y'all are doing that shit. <laughs> no. Fuck. Feel good about yourself. Yeah, that's real, man. What are we giving this? Uh, uh, thumbs up on his part, bro. That was yeah. the right move. Yeah, good, good save, man. That was the right move. Way to dash the hose. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, guys, Andy, that's all I got. Yeah, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, dust a no, headshot, case closed